hey girl, hey, you've entered Batty Behavior, where the breast cancer baddies come together with other survivors and thrivers to have candid conversations about life, sex, body changes, and relationships after breast cancer in a judgment-free space. All are welcome. Let's get started. Hey baddies, my name is Marissa and I am the CEO and co-founder of For the Breast of Us, the first online community for women of color affected by breast cancer. Some of you may know me as the West Coast baddie and even though I'm living in Atlanta, Georgia now, the West Coast will always have my heart. I was diagnosed with stage two ER positive breast cancer in 2015. Hey baddies, my name is Cynthia and I am a breast cancer baddie ambassador from Houston, Texas, but I'm originally and always will be a Cali girl. I was diagnosed with stage two invasive ductal carcinoma in 2018, and I'm currently going through hormone therapy for the next few years. I am also a proud Bayesian woman and a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Hey baddies, my name is April. And I am a proud ambassador for the breast of us, repping for our plus size baddies. I live in Columbia, South Carolina, but I am from Brunswick, Georgia. I was diagnosed with stage two invasive ductal carcinoma at the age of 35 in 2016, triple negative, BRCA1 positive, and also later diagnosed with large B cell lymphoma. I can't wait to start having conversations with you. Let's get into it. We're live. Hello, 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 ladies. Or as April likes for me to say, well, hello there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hello there, ladies. (laughs) This is our first inaugural episode of our new podcast, Batty Behavior. I know. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. Very excited. Yeah. And what y'all don't realize is that we're trying to coordinate all of our schedules together. So we are recording this at what is it? 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's called dedication. That's good time for baddie behavior, though. You know, we can't uh, ratchet at 12 noon. <laughs> it is. I mean, well, yes, the three of us can, can but... <laughs> right. Yeah, true. There, pro- there probably is some that could definitely... Okay, definitely get ratchet. Marissa? What'd you say? Welcome to the East Coast. I know. I think I'm finally acclimated. My body is, at least. I finally got a full eight hours of sleep last night. Good for you. Look, welcome. You're closer. You're not in my time zone, but you're closer. So I'll take I that. I am. I'm only an hour ahead now instead of being like <laughs> two behind. I feel like, you know, light speed. It's so been um, um it's warmer for sure. The nighttime it's about the same because it's pretty cold here right now. But I think it's just the cold front that we had in Seattle that has moved this way. 
But during the day, like today, I think it was lower 50s. Then in Seattle during the day, it's like maybe 38. <laughs> and at least there's some sun. That's the plus. Welcome to the warmth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was 70 so. here today. Oh, I would, oof, I would love for it to be yeah. 70. I think it's been like 75, but it's been rainy. So oh. yeah. it's raining here now too. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> so for our first episode, the topic of discussion is what's your resolution? Am I supposed to change? Are you supposed to change? We're giving a good little shout out, a nod to our girl, Aaliyah. Rest in peace to her. So I know some of us don't like to call them resolutions. I definitely like to call them goals because, you know, sometimes you have short-term, you have long-term goals. So mine have, we're like, what, and getting ready to go into the second week of January and mine have already changed. (laughs) 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 That quick. One of them. So for everybody that's listening, I just moved from Seattle, Washington to Atlanta, Georgia. And um, I have been struggling the past couple of days on buying furniture because I sold everything that I had and trying to make a decision. And I finally decided to buy a couch that I had been looking at and eyeing. But I just was like making big purchases. They stress me out. They make me really nervous. I always feel like I'm signing my life away when I'm doing something like that. And I got the couch that I had been looking at and that I wanted and put it into my new house and it's perfect. And so I'm just like, I'm like, I need to stop second guessing myself. I do that a lot. I have to stop second guessing myself. I have to just trust myself that I'm making the right decision and stick with that. It kind of even reminds me of the whole like insecure wrap up, you know, Issa always for the, all the seasons, the whole series, she always, um, doubted the decisions that she was making and then she finally came to a point where she was like okay like I'm good and that is one of my goals for this year is to be okay with the decisions that I'm making and knowing that they are good decisions you know not I can't make everybody happy not everybody's going to be happy but I need to be okay with the decisions that I'm making well that's good and and that that takes practice so Mm -hmm. you know be gentle with yourself and as we all say give yourself grace along the way yeah yes Gotta give yourself grace. I'm proud of you because I mean that's a what you did is a huge undertaking. Like there are people who never leave. Right. Yeah. They stay there their whole lives. So it's mm-hmm. big up to you, girl. Thank Definitely you, thank you. Major boss shit. <laughs> Major. <laughs> I mean, that's the way to kick off your new year. New location, new everything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And the funny thing about it, I'm this guy that I'm talking to, he had said the same thing. He was just like, you know, I'm proud of you. He said, because nobody really starts over at your age. And, you know, I'm at this big age of 41. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, you know, by then people usually, like you said, April, they stay where they're at. You know, they don't usually, um, he's just like, so, you know, for somebody like yourself, you know, at your age deciding, you know what, just fuck it. I'm just going to go on ahead and start over and move forward. It's like a big thing. And so I'm, I'm taking that with me too. Cause yeah, there have been some moments where I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing over here? But I'm not scared and I'm not sec. That's one thing I'm not second guessing myself. I'm not second guessing myself on moving here. I think it's just the other decisions that I need to work on too. 
Well, that's mm-hmm. good. Like I like to remind people the time is going to pass, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you want to make a major change, I say go for it because in 10 years, you're going to look up and the 10 years are going to go by whether you stay or whether you go. Right. Be, what did you do in that time? Right. And I think that's one thing that cancer has taught us too, right? Right. It's like time is she of the made. essence. Like, never too late. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you just never know. And you know, not even cancer, like COVID taught us that too. Like, oh, yeah. you know, you just never know when your time is going to come or not even that your time is going to come and that you're going to pass away. But when something life altering happens to you and right. then you don't want to be sitting there saying shoulda, coulda, woulda mm-hmm. type of thing. So, yeah. That's I what feel Michael. like COVID has given other people a chance, uh, a small glimpse into like what cancer does, like life on hold, total wrench in the plans. Right. From day to day, you just really don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You walking around with a mask on because right? I can remember <laughs> after um, going through chemo, I had returned to work. And I was wearing a mask and, and I felt kind of funny about it. I'm like, I don't really wear this mask. You know, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And one of my coworkers, he came in and he was like, why aren't you wearing your mask? You know, he, he was very extremely protective of me. Big shouts out to, to Mr. Hall. He, he did not play any games about me. <laughs> hey, Mr. Hall. Yeah. <laughs> that my floor stayed uh, sanitized. Uh, just you know, just he didn't he didn't play, but yeah. So when mm-hmm. the whole mask thing came up with COVID, it was like, oh my god, I don't like wearing this. <laughs> Been there, done that. Get used right. to it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to it. Yeah. Well, you know that horror now. People coughing around you because when you you know you in chemo and stuff, yeah, you're like, like, who's coughing? Wait a minute. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and not covering that cough or that sneeze. Even people do it. Now I'd be looking like, Mm-mm, no, no. I looked at you sideways before. Now I'm really looking at you sideways. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, yeah. you got the bid. <laughs> yeah. It's like having an STD out here in these streets. You got to call up people and be like, yo, my bad. I burned you. You know, I didn't know. <laughs> Just want to let you know that, you know. Man, it is the worst. So you got to make all them phone calls. It is like having an STD. Like you got to call is. everybody that you've been around yeah. with. <laughs> Man. And you got to admit, especially if you've been like going out, like and not telling people that you're going out and doing things right. like right hey, for sure. Like my parents, are you going out? No. <laughs> Where you been? Well, have I been? This is a better question. Now you gotta tell somebody you've been right. no good. Right, 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 man. Right, like I've been in these streets. Right, exactly. in these streets. <laughs> right, in these COVID streets. Right. Yeah. I mean, literally, that's all it takes is that one time you'd be like, you know what, I'm going to go meet for lunch. And next thing you know, you telling everybody you got the clap. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and now you didn't clap like. <laughs> oh, gosh. oh, my goodness. So what goals do you guys have? Goals or resolutions? 
Cynthia, you go first. Mine is just trying to be <laughs> a little more dedicated to the things I say I want to do. I'm mm. easy with, oh, work. I can work all night long. School, you don't have no choice. You got to do that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the things like, oh, get your butt to the gym, meal prep, cook dinner, damn it. Um, I've been trying to clean out my car for weeks. <laughs> when I get home, I get comfortable and nothing happens. Right. You know, and so I need to be a little more dedicated to time for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you it's figured awesome. out like maybe like what it is that can help you get there? Like I know for me, if if I sit at any point in time, like if I work, but then I know I need to do something after work, right. but if I come home and sit, it's over. Right. I'm just not gonna get it done. Yeah. yeah, it's the same thing. I, I need to just come in, get moving, and that. Let me just sit on this bed for ten minutes. I'm not getting that. Right, right. Yeah, I'm just turning two hours, two hours turn in tomorrow morning. Exactly. <laughs> that ain't no big deal. I'll get to that next tomorrow, next week. You know, and I yeah. need to. You know, I said I will volunteer. I will work. I will go to school. What you need, but when it comes to my stuff, I'm real mm-hmm. light, and I need to do better on that. Yeah, that's start putting yourself first. I'm gonna hold you to that one. I need it. <laughs> accountability I partner. I do. I need an accountability buddy. Mm-hmm. I'll be your buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that was real Chucky like right there. I'll right. Be <laughs> I'll be your friend to the end. <laughs> now, literally every day since like Thursday, I was like, okay, go right home, get all that junk out your car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it hasn't happened. Yeah, yeah. I've literally done nothing today. Maybe and you need to go out on your lunch break. Just rest, though, right? Yeah. I mean, sometimes you do, but I get plenty of rest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> I try to give you a pass. I, I know, but I mean, if we're gonna be real, right? We're gonna keep it real, hours, you know. <laughs> yeah, and a nap, most you know, all of that, so. Oh, you get it all taken care of. I need I, to be more I like that. Sometimes I'm narcoleptic. Like, I can't even help it some days. Can you just uh, fall asleep anywhere? Sometimes if I sit for too long, and it's seasons. I don't know if it's seasonal, if there's times when some of my nutrients is low, mm-hmm. and I want to be awake, but I'll be out. Mm. And I struggle wish. to get back up. Like, dude, like, the bed has a hold on me. <laughs> you must got a good mattress. I got So when I moved, I bought myself an adjustable bed. Mm. Oh, and so you know aches pains neuropathy your body gets stiff it was a right so i was like adjustable bed and then i think i'm the elder in this group am i before uh well yeah april is younger than me so if you're older than me then yeah yeah i'm be 43 this year your girl if i eat hot wings before noon i gotta sleep sitting up because i got heartburn (laughs) (laughs) tell the people tell them let them know (laughs) So my gift to myself was my adjustable bed when I moved, and I love it. It got vibrates, it got lights, Mm. a little vibration, huh? Yes, I mean, look, rocking me to sleep. That's another reason. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, "Ooh, this vibrates." Okay, let me spend this little extra coin. Getting my sleep—that is one thing I cannot say. Oh, that's my, I'm mm-hmm. like, what? That's my mama. I got it on Do Not Disturb, but you know, mama got special pass. They do. She gets special pass. I was going to be like, what time is it? How come you got somebody over here <laughs> messaging you all late? 
but it's it's mama. Mama gets a pass. But speaking of mattresses, how come nobody tells you about how expensive mattresses are? Okay. Like just being a grown-up, period. Like, yeah. Like I have been learning that by buying all this stuff for this house. I'm not even gonna tell you guys how much I spent on a mattress, but I am hoping. No, not hoping. I know it will because I'm gonna put that in the air that it will make me sleep like a baby and I'll be comfortable. Because I do wake up with pains and everything, aches, all you of that. You gotta do the whole good routine. I some nights it's a Motrin PM for me and some sleepy time tea. <laughs> you know, whatever it takes at this rate. You got a sleep pack. We have a friend who you know very well that has a, she has a sleep pack as well. So that must be a a cancer surviving thing. Or after you're diagnosed with cancer, you just have a sleep pack. And it's it's hard because the the hot, I'd be one foot in, one foot out. Yeah. I get like, I swear I get like 10 degrees hotter when I go to sleep during the day. I could be okay. I may even be cold, but as soon as I lay down in that bed, like Mm. it is steamy city over here. It is. It is. So. If y'all noticed a minute ago, I kept looking over to the side. I'm adjusting the temperature to my air conditioner. First of all, <laughs> the heat was on. Cut the oh. heat off. Cut the air on. Turn the fan up. That's what I was over here doing. Like, I, <laughs> I got to get comfortable. I've already taken my sleep uh, sleep pack. Oh, I need to be okay. ready. When, when okay, we get out this, pack. it's going to be. Because I know Alexa hates my ass, I'd be like, Alexa, turn the fan on. Alexa, turn the fan off. Let's turn the fan back on, please. All day long. <laughs> oh, I have a whole remote in the bed. Play with it. <laughs> She's okay. like, boop, boop, boop. Does it have a timer too? Yes. Oh, that's. I'm gonna use that though. Mm-mm. I need the fan. Well, I, I would use the timer because I usually start to get cold during the middle. Like you may get a little bit cold, but then you want to turn it back on. No, I would use the timer. No. Mm-mm. Now, Let's go a little deeper in the blankets because as soon as that fan go off, you're going to put it right back on. Yeah. <laughs> See, but then, you know, I wake up in the morning and my throat's all scratchy and stuff. And then I think I got COVID, so I can't do that. Right? So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I have my window cracked, ceiling fan on, heating pad at my feet, and butt cheek out the blanket trying to catch a breeze. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the things you do to get comfortable. I mean, it's yeah. important. So you got to be comfortable while you're sleeping. Got to be. That's for sure. So, Miss April, Miss Little Sunshine 12, <laughs> what is your goal? What is one of your goals? I mean, you can name all of them if you want to. Well, let's start with what I was doing before we hopped on here. Mm. I have... Um, this year, I really want to focus on, like, I feel like it's me versus me this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've kind of just been, like, real, like, in my thoughts lately. Like, I've noticed that I haven't really been posting on social media, haven't really been, I don't know. I, I'm kind of in this space right now, and I think it's because of, you know, my aunt passing and some other things have happened in my life. And I'm just kind of in this space where it's like, okay, it's time for me to start like really focusing and like really pushing myself. So everything I've like, one of my coworkers said this to me the other day, well, not other day, it was like a couple of weeks ago. Um, I was telling him he's really into fitness and wellness and all of that. 
And I said, hey, you're going to coach me. You're going you're gonna to be my accountability. And he said, oh, you'll do it. And I said, no, I'm, I've tried to lose weight. I've tried to do this so many times in my life. And he said, and you've lost weight, right? I said, yeah. He said, so what's been the issue? I said, I lack consistency. Like life happens and I fall off the wagon or, you know, I don't meal prep and then I start back eating, you know, getting into bad habits. And he said, you've got to learn to put yourself first. You have to learn to carve out that time for yourself. So mm -hmm. I have started meal prepping and I cooked tonight. I meal prep for lunch and dinner, hopefully for the whole week. I don't know. Because once you start cooking up, you know, when you go to the store and you buy a bag of vegetables, right. you're like, oh, okay, I'll eat this for two or three days. No, the amount that you're supposed to eat, really, you're going to only eat off of that twice. So I bought all of this stuff and cooked all this stuff and, and separated it out and waited. I'm doing this program. I don't know if y'all have heard of it. It's called E2M. It's on Facebook. It's this group. No. Major, hope y'all will join me on the next round. But anyway, it's, <laughs> it's food, it's workouts, it's a lot of coaching. Um, it's really good. So I've been really, I, I bought into it months ago. Mm -hmm. Didn't watch the videos, just looked at the meal plans and the exercise plans. And of course, I didn't do it. This is my first time really doing it. And um, like, I'm really just trying to push myself like, you got to do this for you. And it's mm -hmm. not even now. It's not even about losing weight. It's just about me getting out of my head about not being able to lose weight and keep it off. Right. You know, right. And I don't feel uncomfortable in my skin. I love who I am. Let's mm -hmm. get that all the way straight. I love <laughs> who I am. Let the people know. Let in case they weren't aware. What size is where it's at, boo? <laughs> <laughs> I just, but I want to live. Mm -hmm. um, my aunt just passed with due to pancreatic cancer. Mm -hmm. She's the second aunt that I've lost to pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic cancer is tied to being type two diabetic. You know, um, I am pre-diabetic. Right. So I just, I just feel like I've got so much that I want to do. I want to do so much advocacy work for women of color when it comes to cancer diagnosis. I wanna do advocacy work for people who live in rural areas who get horrible care. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You know, and I can't be around here trying, I, I can't do the work if I'm not healthy, if I'm not able to do it myself. So this is my me versus me year. So I wanna, I wanna work on that. I wanna work on um, relationships. And I just, y'all, if y'all could have been a fly in my car on Friday night, <laughs> there's this guy, I'm not even going to say his name. We're just going to call him special. Mm, really special. This is guy who I've been talking to, dating, whatever you want to call it for off and on for a while. And, you know, when somebody's unhappy with themselves, they try to, gaslight you and a feeling like you you have done something y'all mm -hmm. I cussed his ass out like <laughs> I ain't cussed nobody out since high school I ain't cussed nobody <laughs> like that in years like F you <laughs> like <laughs> stupid ass bitch I mean I ain't cussed nobody like that in years 
but he took me there because he kept insulting like he kept insulting like who I am and I'm not perfect by any means but one thing that I am is loyal I'm loyal to the people who I love I'm loyal to my friends and when you talk about when you quit not not even question my loyalty but when you say that I haven't been I haven't done anything to make you feel like you're special (laughs) and and insinuate that I don't need a man because I'm always talking to my friends and and I don't have time for you first of all sir who is the woman and who is the man? Am I pursuing you or are you pursuing me? Right. You know? And I have a terrible habit of looking past someone's flaws because I see the good in them. I, I got to stop that because I don't know if I got to stop it. I just need to recognize when I'm doing it and I need to scale myself back because yeah. nobody, sh- I, I don't think I should be ever put in a, a situation or a place where I have to shrink myself to make you feel better. You know what I mean? Uh, Mm -hmm. Absolutely not, yeah. So, you know, I know when we spoke earlier, I said, you know, I'd like to have some sex. I would, but I want to have sex with someone. I want to be in a relationship with someone who equally wants to be with me, who is showing me they want to be with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it shouldn't shouldn't be that hard to love somebody. It, It shouldn't be. Like it's, it should be easy, but I know we all have our own struggles, our own insecurities that we deal with, but it's like, man, you know, and I dated another guy. Um, He used to always talk about, you just don't know how hard it is for the black man. No. Do you know how hard it is for the black woman? (laughs) It is for a woman because we spend so much of our time rocking for our dudes but when we got something going on with us, oh, I can't deal with that. You need to talk to your homegirls about it. What? I just think it sucks how much different messaging men and women get. Right. Like, yeah. how are we supposed to come together and be a couple, a relationship, be there for each other when we tell chicks from the time they can walk, get married, have some babies, and you tell dudes, fuck everything that moves as long as right. you can. Right. And right. If you got one foot in the grave, then settle down. Mm-hmm. Right. We tell our dudes, don't cry, be strong, and then we wonder why they can't communicate. Like the messaging is so horribly flawed that mm-hmm. when we yeah. come together, it it don't it just does not click. I just right. I, mean, I will never understand how that's supposed to work out. Yeah, it doesn't. definitely doesn't mesh. It yeah. doesn't. It doesn't, and that's that's why you see what what we have today. You know. Right. And you got a bunch, like, roles have reversed. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with a woman saying that I'm interested in you. I like you. I'd like to get to know you better. But, like, I'm hard down pursuing a man? No. Yeah. But these young girls, y'all. <laughs> All the dudes. <laughs> these young girls in these schools. <sighs> It's just too much. It's too much. I mean, let's because the boys, it takes them forever to mature. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't even be thinking about a, a you know a young lady. But here you go. You got this this young lady throwing herself on this boy, 
and dragging him back and forth. And it's just like, girl. Where we tell her her value lies, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta um, start. Gotta start younger, you too. Any of the TV shows, it is always, that's all a woman is ever looking for, you know? And these dudes get to play the field, you know? Unfortunately, the one question I always hate is, when are you getting married? Right. You know, and men aren't hard to find. Dick ain't hard to find. Mm-hmm. Husbands, those are hard to find. And unfortunately, <laughs> we don't choose that. Quiet as it's kept, we don't choose that piece. If it did, we'd all be booed up. Right. You That's know, true. people act like it is just so easy for women and we make the choice. We really do not. It, I mean, really it, don't. And for it to last, it really has to be a mutual thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not like I didn't chase this man and wore him down. Yeah. And I think a lot of the, at least the men in our age group too, a lot of them got married when they were young. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, now, so you're, we're into, you know, our early forties or whatever. And so then, you know, if they're divorced or, you know, been in and out of a couple of relationships, like then you get some of them who are like, well, I'm not ever going to get married again. Mm -hmm. Or, who are like, well, yeah, but then it still takes them a while to decide what they want to do, which, you know, granted, whatever, that's for everybody. Like, you should definitely figure out what you want to do and not just jump back into a whole nother relationship like a lot of people do. But yeah, you're just dealing with all those different things, all those different factors. Right. Yeah. So. I mean, and, you know, I want, I want to get laid this year. At this rate, though, it ain't got it. I mean, of course, the intimacy and that connection is important. That would absolutely be my preference. But at this rate, yeah. <laughs> yeah. this rate, you may, may be okay with having a quotation. Here and there is okay, too. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I definitely will be getting some sex at some point this year. Oh, after, know? after, so did y'all know this? So I, I, I had a appointment with a new gynecologist back in December. Yes. Um, and I was telling her about, she was asking me, was I sexually active? No. I said, why not? I said, oh, for one, you got to have somebody to be active with. <laughs> and uh, she's like, oh, come on now. I know that's not the issue. I'm like, I said, well, it hurts and right. so we talked about it and she did my examination and i had a total hysterectomy because i'm bracket one mm-hmm. positive and after having um my mastectomy and reconstruction my well, let me stop you real quick so for the people that are watching are you know not watching but listening explain to them real quick what BRCA one is in case they don't know okay all right so BRCA1, so there are genes in our bodies that fight cancer, right? So BRCA1 is is a gene. If it's if it's mutated or defective, then it can't fight a particular type of cancer from invading your body. So BRCA1 is breast cancer and ovarian cancer. Mm-hmm. So there are different genes. You got BRCA1, you got BRCA2. There are different genes that are linked to different types of cancers. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Marissa. Thank you for the um, educational piece. <laughs> <laughs> so because I come from a long 
line of women in my family who have had breast cancer and reproductive cancer on my father's side. Um, my oncologist recommended that I have a total hysterectomy, which was very di difficult because um, I wanted to have babies, but that's another story for another day. Mm -hmm. So anyway, had the hysterectomy and the gynecologist is, um, is doing her examination and she was like, do you feel that? And she's like checking me. And I said, yes. I said, that hurts. She said, that's where your vagina ends. And I'm like, oh, so that's why sex hurts. She was like, yes. So we need to get you in with a physical therapist. I said, to do what? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a thing? So I will be starting physical therapy on the JJ in mm. uh, February. Okay. So from what is explained to me is that they use these vaginal dilators. They look like, it looks like a toy, yeah. but, mm -hmm. and they um, get bigger in size. They start small and it goes up in size. Mm -hmm. And it's supposed to stretch that, that tissue because once that tissue gets dry and it's not used, it shrinks. Yeah. So to, you got to oil it up. You got to use it, you know. <laughs> got to use that lube. <laughs> <laughs> so I really appreciated her because she took the time to really talk to me about the importance of using lubricants, even if you're not having sex. Right. Keep those tissues, you know, moisturize and keep, you know, keep it stretched. So... I kind of think that that was part of an issue with um, my last sexual partner. Um, I think that it, I, I don't think he could handle that it hurt me. Right. Um, mm -hmm. So, and, and you know, that's a, a very courageous conversation to have with someone. Um, and we didn't have it, but I'm almost willing to bet that that was probably an issue for him. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I finally, I think I finally went to the gynecologist around about the, no, no, a little few months back. Mm. What, do you, what do you mean by finally? So uh, I'm the non-compliant patient. April, she needs a whooping. I work in healthcare. I know better. But <laughs> I'm about sick and fucking tired of sitting in somebody's waiting room and going to see some damn doctor. <laughs> yeah, and I get that. So, I, you know, when you go to oncology every three months, you go every month for a Zolodex injection. I had um, physical therapy, cardiology after radiation, all shit show, okay? Mm -hmm. So I had cut off my pap smear for the longest. <clears throat> and so I finally went. All the normal stuff is good, but she was like, I can tell that your tissues are thinning and drying out. Mm. Um and I have had a prescription for the very, very low dose estrogen, which they say topically down there is safe. Um, but that is one of my fears surrounding having sex, that it's one, going to hurt. And two, that despite my mind wanting sex, that my body is not going to respond in a likewise fashion, you know? Because even trying to self-please, sometimes it's hit or miss, man. Right, right. And you just never know. Right. And it's like, I would love to go have me a nice little mind-blowing orgasm 
And the body is like, yeah, we're asleep right now. We don't care. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care what you're trying to do. Right. Like, mm-hmm. check with us again next week because we yeah. just not even going to cooperate. Like, mm-hmm. like, what is this? No. Yeah, no. like, no. We, and I do, like, I have a little gummy bear. Well, I thought I was going to be in the weed business. I had me some gummy bear stuff. So I put coconut oil in my gummy bear molds. <laughs> <laughs> And they're in the freezer, so regularly I do a little, you know, sup- uh, mm-hmm. suppository and try to keep everything moisturized. But yeah, how do we ensure that we're going to rise to the occasion? Right. Got to get us some specialist, somebody. And they don't talk enough about this. No. Because talking about sex is so taboo. Like, I'm, I'm so excited about this space and seeing how people respond to this because mm-hmm. nobody has the conversation about oh you're going to need to play with yourself every day after this direct me you know because <laughs> we you know when we were raised we were taught not to talk about sex and anything sexual is nasty exactly talk about that you know so we got to have that I, I tried to you know, change that with my son who he's 19, he's going to be 20 in like a couple of days. But like, I was completely open because I'm just like, no, we're not going to be taboo. Like I remember telling him, you know, once puberty hit, I'm like, look, if you go to the bathroom and it starts burning, you need to let me know. Like, (laughs) let's not wait till the last minute because you're going to have to go to the doctor. Don't be like one of these dumb dudes who's trying to pour like peroxide on his dick or something like that. Like, (laughs) Let's talk about it. Right. (laughs) Watch this video so you can actually see a woman giving birth. Like, yeah, I wanted to show you these pictures of what STDs look like. Let's talk about this all out in the open. I remember his dad being like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're doing that. Like, I'm just like, look. Dude, you should be. It's real out here. You got to know what you're dealing with. Yeah. Because you just never know. And that's like, you know, when I was in the youth space, it was that same thing. Like, girl, you need to put it in your hands and look at it closely before you even consider it. Okay. Turn the flashlight on. Turn the right. Turn it upside down. Yeah. Hold the walls back. Examine the whole space. Like, right. Yeah. Let's turn all these lights on. Right. What is that? What's that? You should know what you're dealing with. But, you know. Make it a game. It's show and tell. More, even when we talk more <laughs> yeah. about the more normal, unquote, quote, unquote things, no one says, yo, yo, whole click can shrink if you don't have enough estrogen. When was y'all going to tell me that? I'm like oh. three years in and nobody has said. Right. Your whole nether regions can literally shrink. And, and not only shrink, they can literally fuse shut. Oh. The vagina yes. can atrophy and close down. I didn't even know that, and I work in healthcare myself too. I want to cry. Oh my god! <laughs> Keep your physical therapy appointment, April. Like, not only do I got to get my my normal butt in the gym, I got to spend twenty minutes every night playing with the hoo ha, trying to make sure it don't shut down on me one day. Like that is legit a fear of mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a fear we should all have because you don't want that to happen. Like I'm legit over here having a moment. Like, oh my god. Right. <laughs> You can write a hyperventilate. Think of all these yes. things. Yes. Like before cancer, I t- took it for granted. I would have got it so much more. <laughs> <in my nose. laughs> 
before cancer, it was nothing like, want to have some sex? Hell yeah. You know, it was no big thing. Now mm-hmm. it's just like, uh. I need you to make a reservation because I got to do some prep work. Right. Not a reservation. <laughs> <laughs> Let me sync my Google calendar. Right. Let me see what that. Let me check my schedule. Let me see what I got going on. Right. And not a thing. It's um, like a Kegel exerciser. Mm-hmm. But no joke. It comes with like a bootleg Angry Birds app. <laughs> <laughs> and the more you, you squeeze, it, it registers and you play a game with it. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, you wow. have to send this to us all so we can all know. We'll but have to post that in the Facebook group. To do these things. Wow. Yeah. So my last, okay, so this is the last time I'm going to talk about this, but um, my last <laughs> sexual partner um i would have to prepare myself for potentially having sex like before he would come like mm-hmm. i would literally marissa you remember like yeah. oh they and not come because you're gonna people are gonna say like before he came over to your house before he came over to my house <laughs> <laughs> like literally i would have be like Girl, he gonna be here Saturday. Let me. What's today? Tuesday. I got to start using this. I got to start using this dildo. I mean, just just to get myself ready. Like, right. it that just was- it was just to me it, it was like emotionally draining. Yeah. To think about sex so much, like you, I didn't have to do that before, and now right. it's like it's a whole process, like a meal prep. <laughs> and like there is no spontaneous sex there's no bend me over mm-hmm. this counter right here because if we ain't got the lube close by it ain't happening Mm-mm. yeah Mm-mm. you know like it, it is a lot it's a heavy topic and it makes it me is. i mean and we out here be, being real real it makes me sad like mm-hmm. i'm gonna get us some like a sex therapist on here and talk with them about really it and see do. what they say yeah you know, there's a show on um, HBO right now. Gwyneth Paltrow had uh, these couples come in with these different sex therapists mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and basically was working with them on what their, I guess, their love language is as far as intimacy. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was so deep. Like, it was this one couple on there. Um, the wife was kinky and the husband was more of like... A, um, foreplay type of type of guy and to watch them do these different exercises it was just like whoa and how uncomfortable he was to do some of the things that she wanted and how when she did the things that he liked because they they had not done this before he Mm -hmm. was in tears he was in tears because it was so i guess so good not just from like or having an orgasm, but just the, I guess, just being in that space, that vibe, I guess. Right. Yeah. And I said, oh, wow. People really just don't talk about, no. just don't talk about it. Just don't talk about intimacy enough, period. Yeah. And they should. Communication is key in all aspects. Yeah. Not just in general. Yeah. So. When it comes to resolutions, one of our questions was, am I supposed to change? Are you supposed to change? 
So when you hear people that say that they have resolutions or goals, do you feel like they're supposed to change? Like, does that mean that every new year when that comes around, like you're supposed to change? Or do you just feel like? I feel like we should always be evolving. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be a major change. But I mean, to me, the only time you're not growing and changing is when you die. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes it's not even a deliberate change. You know, you wake up at the end of the year and realize something about you was different. You, you know, um created a new habit or you've got a new mindset, you know? And so I think we should all be changing in some way. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, I April? I agree. I mean, as, as we grow, we should be, you know, our, our, as we experience, have different experiences in life, our desire should also change as well. Mm-hmm. Like that's the way we grow. If we're not growing, then we're just existing. So I think that we are supposed to change. And Mm -hmm. change is not a bad thing. It's a good thing. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy, though. Right. It usually never is. But on the other side of that is that growth, though. And understanding that the people around us are going to change. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's important, too. We've got to figure out how to grow alongside each other because... No one's supposed to be the same from year to year. In fact, I don't want anybody who's the same from year to year. Right. Yeah. I don't want you still stuck in the same place that you are. And if you're okay with that, then that's fine. Right. But I just don't know if I can do the same. And then you either have to be okay with me changing or not. But I'm going to. Yeah. And I always say, you know, you should learn something new every day. Yeah. Every day there's something new to be learned for sure. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. So in a couple of weeks, we are all going to be in Houston, which I'm excited. I've never been to Houston before. I love I'm Houston, so excited so. the baddies are coming. <laughs> <laughs> and we are going to Houston because we are going to a sneaker ball, which I'm also excited about because I've never been. I know that's been like the new like rage thing to do. Do you know how hype I am to get dressed up get fly and put on fucking tennis shoes <laughs> right because my old ass cannot wear heels to save my yep. life anymore mm-hmm. i no. can't either so i'm geeked about this yeah i feel like this is like my whole thing i'm like i've been waiting my whole life for some shit like this <laughs> <laughs> like i can put on a dress with shoes man <laughs> right <laughs> So we're going to a sneaker ball and it is for um, one of our baddie ambassadors, one of our good friends, uh, Miranda. Uh, It is for one of her dear friends. Her name is TT. I can't think of her last name right now, but um, TT Burke. Mm -hmm. And they have a foundation in her name. Her friends do in the Houston area. And so they are holding a sneaker ball in her honor to raise money and just celebrate her and talk about some of the accomplishments of people in the community. So I am actually excited that a couple of us from further for the rest of us will be there dressed to the nines as always, always, (laughs) (laughs) as we always are, but then also to just get together with a couple of the ladies, which will be nice. So if you are listening to this, definitely Stay tuned because I am trying to work up in my mind of us having like 
a meetup in Houston with some of the Houston baddies while we're there. And maybe we'll record a, another episode of this. Absolutely. Oh, be I cool. think that would be good times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Baddie behavior brunching and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I got to find something to wear first. I don't know. Well, first of all, most of my clothes are still in Seattle. That's a whole long story in itself. <laughs> really? But, uh, yes, my car still hasn't been picked up. Oh, yeah. And all my all my clothes are in my car. So I've been just cycling through the same clothes, which is fine. I ain't doing shit right now. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, I need so. to pull the trigger on an order in a few days so I can get yeah. stuck in time. Mm-hmm. See, I like those shoes that you were showing us before we hopped on air. Pur- those are purple, right? Yeah, these are my uh, maroon and gray TSU theme. Yeah, those are those. cute. Yeah. Can you send us a link to those? I can. I can. I love these. But I have some that are, I think they're black and pink. Black and light pink. So I'll probably wear the pink ones. Mm. Okay. Okay. With the... hmm? Of course you will. Of <laughs> yeah and it's going with the for the breast of us uh some of our colors too so man right so mm, i think you know. oh that's really see you gotta you have an idea i don't even have an idea i'm mm-hmm. over here in the blank space me, i was on google like what am i supposed to wear <laughs> i have no idea I, I, um, like my, I like my my J's, but my J's are not the most comfortable shoes. Like ever since yeah. chemo, my, my feet are like, mm-mm. Where you think you're going in them shoes? Oh no, you're not. Oh, don't get it twisted. Your girl got insoles in these jokers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Welcome to being of age, April. Put some insoles in your shoes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the insoles cracking. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Okay. I guess I need to do that. Nothing works like it used to. So your girl got insoles and every pair of sneakers. Mm. You know, I got neuropathy in one foot, so. Oh, okay. See, I have just really flat feet, so it's just, I need to be putting insoles in my shoes, too, while I'm over here hollering at April. And I don't know if any of y'all do your flexible spending accounts. Mm-hmm with your insurance, but then you go on fsastore.com, you can get all your little insoles um, with your little tax-free money. Mm, that's mm. a little tip. That's a baddie tip for everybody that's listening. And anything like OTC, but health-related. Like, so your acne body washes, I get all of my sunblock on that site. They have a body Ooh. oil with sunblock in it. Um, you can get incontinence supplies, um, the little Thinks panties and all that period panties and incontinence panties. I get my insoles. Um, yeah. Wait, what's this called? What's this again? So for my, so fsastore.com and you know, like with my insurance, I get the little v- debit visa card thingy thing and I just check mm-hmm. out. That comes quicker than Amazon, girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I will definitely look at this because I have um, one of them cards too. And let me go on ahead and get a swipe, swipe, swipe. It. Even if you don't have the card, but you can put the money to the side, they send you like a catalog. There's all, believe me, they got ways to spend that little FSA money. Mm. Oh, well, I need to sign up for an FSA card. I don't have one. Yeah. Oh, girl. Decide whatever monthly, like I put my whole, um, I guess it's my deductible for my insurance on that card. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I just swipe it every time I go. Hmm. And it mm-hmm. lowers your um your pre-tax. So that yeah. comes out before everything else. So then your yep. taxable income is after that deduction. Nobody yeah. told me that. Is yeah, I put aside like this on our insurance episode. Yeah. I put yeah. aside like six or seven hundred dollars and it saves me right every single time. I think I put like twelve hundred and it, and they take it out your check monthly. Okay. Yeah, like that increments. Yeah. And the other good thing is if you plan properly at the beginning of the whatever your plan year is, you can spend the full amount immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so not a surgery. If you need major dental work, you can spend the full amount for the year immediately. Yeah, it's the best yeah. thing ever. Literally. Use it to pay for my prescriptions. Right, exactly. That saved my life. Because some of them days you go to the doctor and they be like, yeah, we need $400. Like, hmm. what? Who got that? Right. Hey, <laughs> right. like, what now? Yeah. Y'all got I some, you need me to file some papers in the back? Right. Right. Let <laughs> me know when I've got my, my, so I got diagnosed after my one and only at the time, first ever mammogram. Mm. Now, help me understand why your annual normal checkup mammogram is free, but a diagnostic is not. Right. What? And when them jokers said $300, I damn near went home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm not like, paying for this. I was like, fuck it. Just go ahead and pay for it. And thank God I did because your girl had cancer. But when you think of these these things that are, you know, barriers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to you a know, lot of people. Access. I don't understand mm-hmm. why a regular preventative mammogram is free, but your diagnose your diagnostic is not. Right, it's all about money. You know how that goes. Which so is business. not that it's okay, but yeah. Right, like we know there's a problem, which is why we want to do diagnostic, but we won't give you that. We're gonna make you pay right. for that. One. Right. That's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Just insurance companies, man. But we'll definitely if, talk about that more. And if you have supplemental insurance policies and you get diagnosed, they give you a, your first check is a, a check to cover all of your diagnostic fees. Mm-hmm. It's a big check. But that's an additional policy that most people don't even know exists. Right. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's in, but that's the, the, that's one thing I hate about insurance. I have had short term and long term forever. And I didn't even really use it because my job was really flexible and Mm -hmm. I wanted to be superwoman and work through treatment and whatever. But I'm terrified of getting rid of it. (laughs) (laughs) Pay for it forever. Yeah. I cancel it. I'll need that shit. Right. Exactly. That's how it always works. I don't need it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. But this FSA, that good the vagina yeah. physical therapy, them good dilators, you can swipe your card on all of that expense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'll probably have to wait till your next open enrollment April, but next that time. That won't be until October. Yeah. Right. But it's all good. I'll get it then. I will mm-hmm. definitely get it there. Yeah. We'll it remind is, you too. It's a lifesaver for me. It is. Me too. It works out really good. Right. You can even use your glasses for it. Oh, I, that's why I, I stay on the little cute little glasses websites ordering. Mm-hmm. Items, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, glasses are so. I have to get them because they're so thick. 
They oh. do all that. And them little cute sites, they do mm-hmm. all that and they cheap. Yeah. I spend like $40 a pair on my prescription glasses and your girl is blind. <laughs> really? Yes, like negative four and a half blind. Ooh. Nah. Let's try negative <laughs> 8.5. Hey, you know, what it's can okay. we say? It's okay. <laughs> we still cute though. Damn right. <laughs> These bones might be brittle, this vagina might be dry, but your girl is cute. <laughs> 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 Just in case you forgot. Like these old cockeyed titties of mine. One be over here, one over there. Right. <laughs> oh my god! But I'm still cute. Right. <laughs> well, as we close out our first inaugural episode of Batty Behavior, which you guys always make me laugh, we always have a good time. Right. <laughs> um, what are you looking forward to this year? For 2022, which I'm still stuck in 2020, like my years have all ran together. But mm-hmm. what are y'all looking forward to, April? I'm looking forward to seeing how I show up for myself. Amen. Mm-hmm. I show up for so many other people, and I make myself uncomfortable so that others can be comfortable. I'm looking forward to seeing how I show up for me. And that's going to be, that's going to be hard because in doing that, I'm gonna disappoint some family and I'm Mm -hmm. gonna disappoint some people who I really love and care about, but it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. So I gotta- If you're not taking care of you, who's gonna take care of you? Absolutely. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. I look forward to that. I look forward to seeing that. And I've got yeah. my, I got a whole planner <laughs> that is the law of attraction planner. I've got these books that I've been reading. Yeah, I'm, I'm really working. I'm really being intentional about taking care of me. So mm-hmm. I'm just praying that I remain consistent and dedicated to this. Yeah. I mean, we'll be your accountability partners. We'll keep you. We'll keep you honest. Please be. (laughs) And when the time comes, I need y'all to be like, did you play with your vagina today? (laughs) Who did it? I'll be like, look, hold, please. Let me go do it. I'll be back. This is going to be me. Oh, shit. All right. I'll be back. I'll talk to you. Cynthia, what are you looking forward to? I guess mine is kind of in the same vein of um, just pouring into myself. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, um, at the end of my cancer treatment, my relationship ended, a relationship of more than a decade, and Mm -hmm. I um, moved in with my sister to get my bearings again and moved into my own space again in the last few months. So getting comfortable with just me and being alone with myself and just Mm -hmm. pouring into myself, you know, I'm dedicated to um, some fitness, some meditation, my affirmations, and just um, really taking care of me 
and uh, mm-hmm. continuing to evolve. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I think we all are. Yeah. You're doing good over there. Yeah. I'm trying, girl. It's a journey, um, you know, but. I mean, one day at a time. One day at a time. That's all you can do. <laughs> I think we all are focusing on ourselves this year. It's um, kind of what was wasn't that Issa Rae who said it's me season, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that that's I'm definitely focusing on myself, but I'm excited to see what this year holds for me. Being in a whole new city, um, you know, further away from my son and my family, right? And just um, oh, connecting. <laughs> connecting with um, other people. I definitely want to connect with some of the baddies that are here um, and just, you know, do get togethers. I know that we've all been yearning to get together safely as we can. So hoping that we can do that as well. And yeah, just seeing kind of how for the rest of us grows, continues to grow. Excited for this podcast. So yeah, those are the things I'm looking forward to and the next retreat as well. And I want some really toe curling earth shattering sex this year i really do <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i hope that for the both of y'all what we'll about all in of the us? air how about all of us all of us i mean yeah we could say all of us if you'd like to <laughs> sure <laughs> I mean, Marissa, don't you want that too like <laughs> i do want that so before we end i will say this so i didn't go on hormone therapy Um, I chose not to, so I don't, I can't necessarily relate to you guys. Like I can sympathize with what you're saying because, because of cancer treatment, I do have some things that are a little bit different. Like there are some times where it's hard for me to like, you know, get off, whether it's myself or with somebody else, um, those things. And I think that those are just side effects from chemo, right. And all the medications Mm -hmm. they had me on. Um, but some of the things that you guys talk about, I can't necessarily personally relate to. I know them because I work in healthcare, but right you know, I can't necessarily relate to them. So I'm just like, when I say like, I hope you guys have that because yes, you should have that. And I know what that's like. I want you guys to have pushing all that energy <laughs> your way. So then that but way. That's what I love about us baddies. We all have different stories. Right. And I think you get to get, you know, a little bit and just understand so many different nuances that come along with um, breast cancer. It's not one size fits all by any means. Right. Not at all. Not at all. And everybody's, you know, story experience is completely different. And you can learn something from it. I learned something from all you guys all the time. And I'm thankful for that. Definitely. I'm glad your vagina ain't falling apart. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody around here can get a decent. Right. In the the meantime, you go get some good sex for all of us. I mean, I will. I, I definitely will. I will. My doctor, she's been even before I was diagnosed with um, breast cancer, because I have a genetic mutation called Lynch syndrome that predisposes me to colon cancer and endometrial uh, cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're thinking that's probably why I got breast cancer too. But um, she had been talking about me getting a hysterectomy so I don't get ovarian or endometrial cancer as well. And I've been putting it off. Like before I was like, oh, maybe I want to still have kids. Right. Then I was diagnosed at 35. And then she's just like, okay, well, like, that's probably not going to happen. So, but since I went into menopause 
And menopause is the devil. Like any women out there that sits up there and talks about, oh, I wish I wasn't having a period. I would just, you do. Trust me, you do. You would rather do do three to five days of having your period than being in menopause because it's not just hot flashes. Like that is just the tip of the iceberg. See, you know, that is my fear that in the two or so years when this hormone therapy hopefully will end, I'm technically young enough to get my period back and then go Mm -hmm. through menopause naturally. Right. Yeah. Which you probably will. I don't want to do this again. It's the pits. (laughs) (laughs) It is the pits. This shit is for the birds. I don't want to do this again. I got to take a drink just on the thought of it. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'm like, I'd be praying to God like, Lord. Just give me like a good 10 years before you want to throw me back in menopause. Cause right. that, I mean, I went through menopause really bad. Like I know some people, they don't get it as bad and everything, but like my hot flashes were really bad. Mm-hmm. My body was completely aching. Right. I got restless leg syndrome, like so many different things. So I'm just like, oh no. Like, I'd be sitting in a room dripping. I could see my makeup run off my face and it would be cold. He'd be like, what the hell is happening to her? Right. Private summer. It was awful. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, I can relate, but I can't relate. But I'm always here to, you guys, you know, listen and teach other people out there because people don't know. You know, yeah. they don't know the things that we and everybody else has to go through. Yeah. Sure. But I will say this. I will say this. You know, we've talked about the downside of all of these things, I would not change one decision to save my life. Right. Mm-hmm. And, exactly. you know, if I had not had that hysterectomy, we would have never found the lymphoma that was on my ovary. Right. Right. So, you know, I, it sucks, but I just think about it like it's just another thing, just another routine, like getting up, brushing your teeth in the morning. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to think about it like that. It's just another thing I got to do every day. Right. Yeah. Just keep it moving. It's no big deal. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, do you ladies have any parting words for the listeners out there? I'm just excited for y'all to go on this journey with us. This mm-hmm. baddie to baddie and baddie behavior journey where we get to shoot the shit, but while we educate and inform and, um, open up a space that I think is sorely needed in the breast cancer community. Um, right. And so I'm eager for you to meet all the other baddies who will <laughs> be hosting and conversing with you. And I'm just, I'm just excited. I really am. Yeah. April. I would say I want you to be open to, I want our listeners to be open to what we have to say. And mm-hmm. really just because a lot of the things that we're going to discuss and talk about are things that we have been, we've learned to censor ourselves about. And this is a judgment-free space. So I hope that you will listen from judgment-free, with judgment-free ears. So, yeah, that's, that's what I hope. Um, that's the P, that's the PC version of, um, what is it that you say all the time, Marissa? Don't well, judge me, judge your mama. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to get that put on a shirt. I always say that to people. Don't judge me, judge your mama. Okay? <laughs> Well, I will say to all of our listeners, uh, make sure you guys come back and tune in. And we are excited, like both of these ladies, April and Cynthia, had said, for you to listen to us and us be honest in the space that we're in and for you to meet some of the other ladies um, who are also survivors and thrivers and hear what they have to say and where they're coming from. So I think this will be a beautiful platform for that. And people can just get to know us all a little bit better, whether that be your cousin, your mama, your daddy, your next door neighbor, or some stranger. For sure. And if you are a survivor driver, make sure that you request to get into our private group, Breast Cancer Baddies, on Facebook and meet some of the wonderful ladies there. So, yeah, I think this was a good episode. I'm glad that y'all stayed up tonight (laughs) and we got to talk and hey, we will definitely see y'all later. We sure will. Until next time. (laughs) You gonna sing us out, April? No. (laughs) No? (laughs) I am not your entertainment. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm bold. All right, ladies. Good night, ladies. Good night. Good night. Okay, okay, bye-bye. This is another Baddie Creation brought to you by For the Rest of Us. Don't forget to subscribe to Baddie to Baddie wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram at For the Rest of Us, on Twitter at The Breast of Us, and check us out online at breastofus.com. Thanks for listening.